Hi! Well, you know what happens when I'm talking at the beginning of an episode like this. Something went wrong. Basically, the original edition of this episode is lost to space and time, so we had to re-record it. As a result, it's recorded immediately after next week's podcast. Uh, the result is we've had more beer, there's still dogs. Oh, you'll learn about the dogs next week. Uh, and anyway, enjoy! Hello and welcome once again to the M4 Project, where we watch films and hopefully find you something to watch. As always, I'm Matthew Jelenic. I'm Michael Sullivan. And I'm Morgan Davidson. And the strangest thing I've had in my butt crack is a half dozen green beans, some shaved parmesan cheese, and a solitary yellow squash. I was also minus half an eyebrow. <laughs> Sounds like the worst <laughs> trip to Subway I've ever had. Oh, <laughs> it's a big party. Oh. Uh, Thank you, Rory. Thank you very much. Yep. Oh, goodness. Uh, okay, this episode's a little bit different. Uh, it's almost like deja vu. It feels it like we've done this before. What is reality? What is happening? Is it a dream? It's an X-Files moment. Yeah. Strange. Mike, what was the film and tell us about yeah. it. So my movie this week, or another week, was Stay, 2005. Uh, it's ticketed as a mystery drama thriller in which a psychiatrist, Dr. Sam Foster, played by Ian McGregor, is tasked with preventing his new patient, Harry Latham, played by Ryan Gosling, from committing suicide. The more the two interact, the further Sam feels reality slip through his fingers. Quick back of the tin. I'm trying to think what I thought of it. I thought it was alright. Yeah. Um, it, it, it didn't end up being everything that I wanted it to be, but I thought it was a fun little film. Yeah. In, in terms of characters, actors, and their performance. Actor. Performances. Actor performances. Ewan McGregor. Solid. Um, as you would expect from a young you, yeah, he yeah, like he, he played it fine. He played it fine. Like there was, it's your sort of classic thriller of a lot of looking over the shoulder, and this one's psychological as well. So he's trying to figure out more paranoia than paranoia. Yeah. So. Paranoia reference of the week. Yeah, abs- absolutely. absolutely. And once again, you could have swapped the titles, and it would have worked for stay. <laughs> It would have as much relevance to the paranoia. term paranoia yeah. at the title. Should be called paranoia stay. Yeah. It'd be like just stay away. Yeah. Just absolutely. Stay away. Just. It's all in the title. Yeah. It's all in the title. Uh, in terms of the other actors and actresses, we uh, had Ryan Gosling was playing Gosling. the main protag antagonist. Antagonist. Um, he played that lost little boy role quite well. I say little boy, yeah. but the lost boy yeah. role quite well. Um, he, moist he was hair. very brooding. He, was, he had moist hair. He was greasy. He looked like he needed a good wash mm. and a hug. Yeah. Uh, wash and and a hug. He, he did the sort of quiet and menacing very well as well for the role because he, he's the sort of introduction, introduces this whole nature. He, he's what brings the uncertainty to the film like he's yes. in there going has all these questions he's hearing voices and certain things he say he says has an effect later on or he'll mm-hmm. say looks like it's going to hail and it starts hailing yeah, and he starts doing all these weird little things that start to add up and basically turn him from being this lost character to being a rather menacing character so that's how it starts off really doesn't yeah. it it starts off with him sitting there on a bridge yeah. uh, have you got any more to say on that Mike? I do uh, so it opens up with the flashing uh, scenes of a car crash on a bridge close ups of rubber leaving rim as a car flips at high speeds shortly after uh, you see him sitting in front of this car, as we said here, with it just torched behind him. And that's sort of how it starts. It goes, it zooms right into his face after that, and then it quickly does a face morph into Dr. Sam Foster, which 
sort of brings us to the first sort of... Uh, Which was Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor, yeah. yes. Um, the first sort of interesting wipe they use, uh, which is they use a lot of different interesting wipes or changes yeah. of scenes throughout the movie mm. yeah. to, to kind of keep you... Which makes you kind of feel off balance in a lot of situations. Absolutely. Like yeah. It feels yeah, very discombobulated. Yeah, like... Good, good word. Yeah, they, thank you. Dis- good. It's like they should Mike Tyson once said that and I wanted to get it as a t-shirt. Um, I make you... I'm, I'm discombobulatingly devastating. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Sorry, man. he also but, bit someone's ear off. So he did. I mean, he's, yeah, he's maybe he's he raped someone as well. I'm pretty sure. And didn't he, he, put his, he, he also went to jail for pushing his wife down the slightest. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Mom. I just Mike yeah. Tyson. If you're listening, yeah. <laughs> my I'm bad. Sorry. I know, edit this out, Maddie. Well, I thought yeah, I was going to get the new movie. Yeah. But, no. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's getting a laugh through. Anyway, so um, after a short scene of Sam and his girlfriend, uh, Leela Culpepper, played by Naomi Watts. Naomi. Naomi. Naomi Watts. Naomi. Uh, we're taken to Sam's office where it is at this point made apparent that he is a psychiatrist and he now meets his new patient, which is, uh, of course... Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling camera. And they have just a, a weird, interesting sort of back and forth um, saying, oh, you're my substitute psychiatrist's. And he's even asking, he's like, oh, was my previous psychiatrist afraid of me? Is that why you're having this? Just kind of mm-hmm. makes it feel a bit unnerved. He finally closes off the scene by making a prediction of that it's going to ra- hail soon, uh, which um, Ewan McGregor seems to be missing out. Yeah, because it wasn't expected. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was blue skies out the window. We so. get another weird sort of white through the window to show Ewan and his girlfriend sitting out uh, looking at a drawing, essentially. Yeah, and then obviously it starts hailing shortly after, out of nowhere. So he just he, at this point he feels like something's off about his new patient. He can't quite put his finger on it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He needs to look into it more, making yeah. him interested in it. Yeah. He's paranoid about what he's feeling. Yeah. On, on Nomi Watts. Nomi Watts. No, Nomi. 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 Nomi Watts. Oh, she's, Nomi. She's because, yeah, so I've said this before, and the reason I liked her in this movie is her lack of wearing bras under semi-tight shirts. There was always <laughs> just these boobs with a little bit of nip. They were... It was, it was a, a perked you up, didn't it, Matthew? Oh, it yeah. It was, it was it perked. It definitely, it definitely perked, perked you up. It was a perk of the film. It was a different... It was a large perk of the film. But her performance was quite good. Her, her, she was... Yep. She was pretty solid through it. Again, a decent actor. Mm. Aussie actor. Yep. Actress, sorry. <laughs> I always like how it starts with perky nips and it goes, but she's a good actress too. <laughs> yeah. But she, mainly... She plays well. Oh, yeah. Like in the no bra, acting's fine too. Look, we had a baby a couple of weeks ago. It's been a little couple of weeks since <laughs> I had sex. I saw, saw, saw nummy, num, nummy, 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 what's... In a, in a <laughs> perky in a semi-tight shirt perky, and I was perfect, like perfect. I really hope this show doesn't get too big where we get to actually interview people that we talk about Nummy I'm happy to tell Nummy Watts <laughs> yeah. what I thought of her in Stay without did you call me Nummy? <laughs> oh yes other characters I think we had Bob Hoskins playing a blind dude playing a blind man mm. Uh, mm. and playing chess and which is that's, that's talented that is talented Ex- you know what's even more talented was those chess pieces were buildings they were they weren't like you can just fill a pawn they were yeah. like how does he know what the king is how does he know what the pawn is keeps it all in his head oh. doesn't need to touch the pieces because he knows where they start all the pieces start in the same place amazing Bob Hoskins Bob Hoskins what a guy Bob Hoskins what a guy Excuse you, Matthew. Oh, that's not like a pterodactyl. Lovely. A, uh, a vomiting pterodactyl. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Other other characters of note? Not, not really. Not really. Uh, okay, looks and tone. This is probably one of the biggest sections for this yeah. film. This this film was basically 
made off its looks and tone mm. and how they set it up because you were supposed to feel and as we'll, we'll tell later why you were supposed to feel these things but you were supposed to feel like off disoriented. you were supposed to be disorientated mm. discombobulated you mm-hmm. were supposed to be how good is that word <laughs> yes uh, um, you were supposed to feel just like what is going on yeah. I'm I, yeah uh, vertigo confusion, confusion um, is part of it yeah yeah, confused, lost, what the fuck's going on. Uh, like, I had a massive hit to the head. Yeah. Um, vision lost, I think, was lost slightly at some point. Something yeah. went blurry, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, it, it had a number of things where uh, there was loss of vision. Uh, the way that it used those transitions of just mm. suddenly someone turns and they're in a different different room in a different setting at a different time. Uh, it also had, throughout the film, very obvious cases of uh, people... Like three mirrored. people yes. being mirrored, or, or you had or double vision, double vision, or people even triple vision. People, uh, three people walking along doing the same thing. It's just this view, this idea of fractured and duplicity and replication and reflection. Mikey looks in time. Uh, discombobulating. Discombobulating. Yeah. <laughs> Next. Next. <laughs> All right. I think we pretty much covered that. Yeah. Uh, so just a quick recap of the story. So just on that looks and tone. Yeah. Is the a lot of the stuff is shot at night mm-hmm. as well, which works for the whole setup of, of it, and, and it makes you feel lost and confused better if it's at night time because you can't see much. Yeah. And, um, lights are brighter, and and those sort of things, which yeah, is which a is good really... touch to what the movie was trying to get across. Yeah. They also used a lot of recurring actors playing different character like. Character, quote unquote characters yeah. um, well they weren't necessarily sort of characters just sort of like background people, people to yes. kind of make you again feel a bit uneasy like is it, I've seen this person before why are they here again yeah. why are they someone else now yeah. what's going on it's like, or am I imagining that and, yeah. Yeah. Uh, a quick recap of the story up to this point though uh, so Ewan McGregor has this new patient it quickly spirals into this weird sort of obsession uh, where the the patient Ryan Gosling sort of questioning him and making uh, Ewan McGregor question his own life and his own existence. There's references to uh, Ryan Gosling had a wedding ring that he bought, uh, an engagement ring he'd bought, and it's exactly like Ewan McGregor's one that he bought for his girlfriend. Uh, so there's this ongoing sort of uh, challenge where Ewan McGregor's life starts to unravel and he starts to question himself and his own existence as a result of this interaction with this crazy Ryan Gosling character. Uh, at that point, though, we'll just jump into how was it overall? Mike. I liked it. I heard about it, heard that it was better than... Because it, it opened to very negative reviews. It came... It got the word pretentious thrown around. Mm-hmm. Uh, it bombed at the box office. Uh, I think it's like 30-something on Metacritic or something, stuff like that yeah. online. Very negative. But I heard it was quite good. So I went into it with high expectations and I felt like it, it came up with it. Like it, it was nice. quite good. I quite enjoyed it. Um, I'm not quite as perceptive as you two when it came to how it actually was going to end. Mm-hmm. So it kept me guessing for most of the way. Near the end, it kind of, I kind of started to piece it together. Uh, but yeah, I felt overall it was really well done yep. and enjoyed it. The movie overall, it was a bit too much for me yeah. um, in parts. I think they, they overdid it a, a little bit on, on just a couple of parts. 
for the, for the most, it was, it was done fairly well. I didn't like it as much until, for everybody listening, this is our second take at this because our first lot was ruined. I didn't like it as much until we spoke about it and there was more things that I thought about it in that in that yep. talk. I liked it more after we uh, did our yeah. first podcast that got ruined about it. I think because I picked up what was happening fairly mm. early on, uh, it ruined the ending a little bit for me. They put a little bit too much into the mother and father, yep. um, which it was just very shoved down your throat. And yep. I don't, I, I'd got it. Yeah, I didn't like. Sure, I don't need this. I don't need this. I mean, this massive. It wasn't a hint. It was a fucking sledgehammer with the mother scene at the house, especially with what happens to her in the house. I was just like, whoa, whoa! You don't need that. That's unnecessary. But yeah, uh, other than that, it wasn't. It wasn't too bad. There's a lot of things I liked. I liked the the confusing parts. Um, There was a scene with the staircase where he loses the uh, where Mm -hmm. Ewan McGregor's character loses the ring. It was done. That was done very well. I liked the mirrored uh, people at the start um, and and the way they changed in between rooms yeah. um, where you were expecting someone to walk out of this but then they walked out totally a different area yeah, it was a totally different person yeah. um, that worked pretty well for me like I said if you tone back a couple of those plot points which I can see why people thought it was pretentious because mm. I thought it was pre- a bit yeah. pretentious at the same yeah. time I can see why it tanked at the box office because I don't think any movie like this would like Unless it's a great, great movie. Unless it is very popular. Unless it knocks your socks off. Uh, It's going to do well at the box office. It's going to be a niche sort of thing. But overall, it was was a fair enough movie. It was, yeah, you'd watch it. And you'd probably watch it again if you're in the right mood for it. I feel like it's the kind of movie that really warrants what a second watch. Yeah, definitely. Um, And that's why I liked it after the talk. Because the talk through we had previously, it it was almost like a second watch. Mm. um, Mm. Because you were were really talking about, ah, yeah, no, I missed... I, not I didn't miss that but I sort of did at the didn't same time yeah. Yeah. you can appreciate a lot more now yeah definitely back, knowing what definitely. you're going for yeah uh, for, for myself yeah the, the transitions the way it was shot was was great like you were saying where someone, there was a scene where people walked behind a column and then walked out from behind a completely different column and it made sense if you think about it because it's in this huge sort of uh, symmetrical repeating space so it's disorienting but still logical uh, there's also from the good few little references to art and in, in terms of how th- something was shot, uh, there was references to, to famous paintings and, and how the structure was structured and that kind of thing, which sort of uh, speaks to Ryan Gosling's character, who, who's, a, who's a bit of an artist. Uh, overall, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Definitely agree. I, I can see why people would say it's pretentious. Would you recommend it? Morgan? Yeah, if, if, if you like that sort of... Um that type of movie. I can think of plenty of movies that do it better, mm-hmm. but it, it, what it did, it did okay. And, yeah. and and I'd say, yeah, yeah, give it a watch. Give it a watch. Uh, like, it's no memento, no memento, mm-hmm. but it's a good thriller. Kept me guessing. Um, I would recommend it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. As would I. Uh, at this point, we'll let you go watch the movie or maybe get some popcorn and we'll discuss how the movie ended. Also, beer. Here be dragons. And spoilers. Alright, spoiler time. Or at least sort of end game parts of the film. At this point we see... We assume that people listening have already watched this yeah, film. Yeah, we, if you haven't watched the film, then we're going to spoil it for you. I thought my friend was muted then, but it wasn't. Um, charming So the big questions throughout the film are... What's going on? Why Why is this, this, this disorientation? There's almost a suggestion that maybe... Ewan and Ryan Gosling are the same person yeah. or because they have these uh, sort of reflections in one another with the, the ring and the losing the ring and uh, there's also throughout the film these cutaways to 
this relationship that he had with um, who Ryan Gosling had with a young lady but in this reality she doesn't know him uh, so there's the question of what, what exactly is happening and turns out that basically everything you're seeing is, is happening in his head because he's lying next to the accident you see at the start and all the characters in it are the people who are surrounding him uh, trying to give him medical help or mm. onlookers and he has created an entire fucking story um, because he's suffering a little bit of survivor's guilt yeah. um, for how what is happening. A near, his brain is freaking out when he's near death. death like yeah, he's yeah. getting like a... He's seen something. That's why you have blurred vision. That's why everything's discombobulated. And, and there's the, the duplicates. And that's why there's also these references to art. It's, he's drawing from his own personal experience. Uh, it's why Ewan McGregor's character had that ring. Because it's his ring. ring. The sense of... And he loses it, he loses it in, in this experience. And they give it back to him. And... Yeah. Yeah, then he asked Nommy Watts to marry him, and yeah. it's all and, very and there's, sad. There's all these little missing pieces as it's sort of revealed that they're actually ex- um, he blows his brains out in the dream world and sort of comes back to, and you start to find out that oh, the, the way that they're talking to one another, these are actually lines from earlier in the movie. So it's his brain stitching together these stimuli from the real world, and at the same time, yeah, he's he's suffering from survivor's guilt. Okay. So that's why there's this mentality of fear and loss and he's, he's blaming himself in yeah. that dream world saying oh, I killed my family I killed my family where it was an accident he, he, he did nothing but that's what survival guilt is and the hail was the glass hitting him in the face yeah. and the, all those sort of things and what you've got to realise is you're watching this again for the second time um, because it's basically flashed back to the start and you're watching it all the yeah. way through so you're not like you can be easily confused at the end to think, oh, you're watching it again. But everything that's been said throughout the world you watch at the start yeah. is happening at the same time frame yeah. Um, yeah. again. Like very yeah. disjointed. There'll be a, like a, a kid is a recurring thing where he'll come and say, is he going to die, mommy? Is that man going to die? Is that man going to die? Um, and it seems very disjointed and out of place. And you're like, well, that's probably means something, but I don't, it's just weird what's yeah. going on there. And then at the end, obviously the kid is also standing at the scene of the crash and says to his mother, is he going to die? Yeah. Um, Another thing that he takes on from the real world in his in his dream state that he's in, yeah, breaks so close to death. Yeah, and, and it's also why there's well, it, it's the reason for all the discombobulation, as we said. But there's also the the recurring themes of blindness and security and that kind of thing. So there's, there's police officers everywhere because there's police officers in his real real world. But the blindness is sort of his mental capacity to sit there and hide within this world that he's yeah. created for himself because it's easier than admitting or being in the reality where he is actually dying or yeah. he's he. His family is actually dead, and that's where I mentioned before the use of lights was mm. done very well because you know, you're lying on a on a bridge mm. with car lights yeah. and the lights of the bridge, and they're getting your eyes, and that yeah. that was portrayed. When you watch that back through the movie on the second watch, you, it, it's portrayed really well because you yeah. do get a couple of flashes, and you're like oh, and that's because you know you'd be lying on the ground looking around, what the yeah. fuck's going on? The lights are flashing yeah. your eyes, mm-hmm. and just yeah, uh, yeah. There's lots of good little points that if you sort of reflect a bit you'll go oh wow yeah they stitched that all through the movie like there's the the throughout the film Ewan McGregor's character has incredibly short pants they've they're, well they're not short shorts but his long pants go up to his up to his calves yep. the reason for that is in the real world he's crouched next to him which has pulled up his pants, pants yeah. so that's how uh, Ryan Gosling character sees him is as having these high pants and always the same shoes so there's fun little touches like that uh, so yeah in terms of how it ended, I was a little bit disappointed because I, well, eventually I came around to it's like, that's what's happening and I figured it out. But I, I had built this idea in my head of it being his character, yeah, was injured 
or did something in, in his real world, Ryan Gosling's character, and through sheer force of will or th- some other mechanism, he's actually forcing himself into another reality, a reality where he's sort of the Ewan McGregor character who went down there for a path and became a psychiatrist. That's why there's all these little... Uh, he has the ring, he lost the ring, and it's also why you get this those dual characters in the background, that sort of thing. It's like, well, it's actually a reflection of his reality and uh, Ewan McGregor's reality and Ryan Gosling's reality sort of almost mixing. You're seeing the different options are like, well, the person got out this door or went out this door. And, and then... Uh, as we went on, I quickly went. No, that's too much. Yeah, it's, 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 it's he's just been, in the car accident. Would have been very over the. T- would have felt almost out of too more pretentious. Far, more yeah, out of place. Well, yeah. Well, hello. I like art house films. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm with you, Maddie. I, I sort of got the. I picked it fairly early, and I thought it was going down the line of Hugh McGregor was going to be Ryan Gosling's character. Yep. Mm. And that could have been easily portrayed. And then it did a little bit of a twist, and I went, yeah, again, I've, I've written that off yeah. now as, no, he, he is him. Mm. But it was the way they set it up to start off with, it was like, oh, he's either. He's the one who was in the car accident that died. Mm hmm. Um, or he is actually him, and it's going to, he's going to find out yeah. at the end. But yeah, then you get a bit of a twist, and yeah, no, no. You get more, you get I'm, more I'm pretty sure I know what's going on here. Again, it was still I hadn't perfectly put the jigsaw puzzle together. Mm. I was a jigsaw puzzle like just sitting over the last gap. Yeah, and then it was just like a yeah, yep, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I feel like I did enough at the end, honestly, because it, it explains what happens to it. I feel yeah. like again, warranting the second watch, so you do pick up on a lot of little nuances, like the view. That he's seeing as he's laying there is the top of this bridge that he's crashed on, and throughout the movie you see paintings of this bridge, you see yeah, different images of this bridge, which it's just little details like that make it feel like it didn't need to do anymore at the end of it. Absolutely, I, I think the so ending that it had was fine because uh, it kind of feels like the ending is stitched through the entire yeah, through the entire movie, and it's done very well. And like our our perky goddess did a great job of that in that scene with the bridges mm-hmm. um, of the all the paintings in her room were basically all signed by him, and they were all bridges just from a different yeah. like different colours of the different same reason and that kind of thing and, yeah. um, and it gives you a big whoom, like yeah. and then you realise at the end well, that's, the, yeah. that's what's going on mm. uh, what, one thing that when I thought it was the different realities Nummy Watts is wearing a shirt that has a, it's like, just type and there's well, yeah, no bra it's, it's, it's uh, of a US Australia it's a USS Talara or Talawara or something I like that I had no idea what was on it oh, well, I, was I, I, that saw, was I saw that and went I bet you and I paused it and I looked it up, and there was two ships of that name. And I went, multiple reality thing, ha ha. And then a couple of minutes later, I was like, oh no, 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 no. that's just completely random. Random shirt. <laughs> I looked at this. I was like, you looked far too yeah, much. You looked far too into it, into it far too much. Uh, the ending that it ended up having was was fine. Yeah. Yes. It like it, it definitely was the logical ending for everything that happened before it. Yeah. Like it, it stitched, had all these moments. Yeah, the stitched had the ending stitched through it. So. Uh, we've already done Would You Recommend It and everything? Yeah, Would yeah. You Recommend as part cool. of the main. Next, next week! Hey, for next week, what have you picked? Why, what am I, am I picking? Because oh, you picked. Oh, right. <laughs> right. Because right. now recording. Wink, wink, <laughs> I get you. Um, we're going to. I've, I've picked a, a, a little film, a bit of. I'm not sure how you're going to enjoy it. I'm going to love it. I feel I, like I reckon, I'm going to enjoy yeah, it, the it's called, uh, <laughs> it. It's called. It's called Symbol or Shinrobu. Uh, it's a Japanese film, but uh, it, yeah, it's a little bit weird. What's it about, sure. Matthew? Uh, it's about uh, like this Japanese man wakes up and he's in these bright pajamas in this white room. How bright? It's very bright. It is bright white. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Sounds and there's cool. also a luchador involved, but oh, I don't want to get. Is into there that. lots of baby penises? 
Or you know what, Mike? If you I'm... love baby, <laughs> this movie is for you. Oh man! 